And I, I think that that's why we're taking it from from our children's eyes, because they're the ones that we that we watch or, or have the ability to watch get scared or afraid and, and watch their response to that. And then through them, we're able to see what we're doing in our own lives. Welcome to Winning in the Margins with Jeff and Jamian. My partner, Jeff, how are you doing today? I'm great, Jamie, and yourself? Doing great. I'm excited to talk about fearlessness today and the importance it has on essentially starting a new task and continuing along a new task. I can't wait to talk to you a little bit about it. Yeah, when, when you talk about fearless, it's this word believe that runs across my shirt. Fearless, if you believe in the fear, it's hard to go anywhere. If you believe that you're, that you're meant to encourage courage, then we're going to take that step. What, what, what do you think about that? I love it. Give it to me one more time. If we're stuck in our fear and we become our fear, we're not taking that step. But when we encourage courage, that step's inevitable. That's good. You know, over the last few months, I've like really tried to dive into the to work courage more. Yeah, um, courage. You know, it's one of those words we learn when we're really young. And then we almost like forget it, you know, like every childhood story that we listen to that that's told us is about someone being courageous. And then as we get older, we sort of move completely away from that word. And I'm not sure why, but I think it's a great word that resonates with everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Our cur courage, courage is fearless. Fearless isn't an absence of fear. It's in spite of, we're going to take that step. And so when we, when we, when we try to be fearless without understanding what fearless means, thinking, Hey, brave, it doesn't have anything to do with an environment that's scary. We get lost in what fearless is. And so, you know, before we came on, you were holding your, your little man. You asked, you asked how old and how old my daughter was. I told you she was 14 and it's, it's the greatest, I guess, component that, I hope she walks away with is that she's courageous. And so we're always just looking to encourage courage, then, you know, set her up in environments where she has to fight. When you, when, when you establish that fighting is okay in, in, a, in a way that's impactful, not, right. not punching somebody in the face, but that true, that spirit fight, that fight that allows you to become yourself. It takes a great deal of courage. And so we're, we're always trying to foster that. Yeah. You know, I think the learning how to fight for yourself and, and to fight for what you believe in, that's like a, that's a lifelong journey. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, there's so many times in life where you are fighting for yourself. You know, you think about the rebellious teenager, <laughs> they're fighting for themselves. They're fighting for their way of life. They're fighting for how they think. And then you get into your mid twenties or early thirties and you you recognize the world is so much bigger. And you start to start to start to assimilate into how a lot of people are thinking. And a lot of times that's not fighting for what you believe in. Um, it's almost going against what you're going against that rebellious teenager. So it's just a, you know, this journey of a lifetime is so, so interesting because we kind of, we go in and out of courage, fearless, fearlessness. You know, we go in and out of these. And I think it's about realizing what stage you're in when you're there and, and constantly having a chance to, to change your direction. Yeah, you, you know, you mentioned when you're younger, and I think 
uh, when you're younger, you know who you are. And so things are just taken from you at that time, from moms and dads, grandparents, cousins, brothers and sisters that might be older than you. We're getting all of their experiences that pour into our heart and mind. And if we're pouring in something that we've that we've become because we learned it from someone rather than lived through it, it's a it's a scary place to be. And, you know, fearless is we, we define it as we are brave. Our hope towers over our fear, willing to attempt anything in front of anyone. And that has to be in a pure state. And so who am I? Well, when mom and dad's talking to me about the neighbors that they're weird or they're awkward or we're not going to hang out with them or this color or that color. And, you know, and we start to get it muddy. You take it from your little man's eyes sitting next to you. And unless you're teaching him about the people to his left and right or what he's about to walk into and what he needs to be careful of. Well, that's what has the ability to take away our courage. If, if I'm only teaching my daughter that she's courageous and I'm only teaching my daughter that she's a champion. Well, I don't care. I don't care what the, what the academic level is of the people around her, what the race is, what the size is, what the abilities are or aren't. She's just supposed to be respectful of them and herself and whatever is put in front of her, chase it with all your heart. And anything that I'm putting in besides you're a champion and you were meant to have courage for who you are and what you believe in, I'm simply helping retract from all that courage she has the ability to have. Yeah, it, it's it's interesting. I think talking about fearlessness and we're both ta- sort of attacking it from the eye of a parent. Yeah, um, yeah, and and I, and I think that's really interesting. You know, obviously, my son's in here with me today while we're recording, and and we've talked a bit about him on this pod about how he's trying to learn. I mean, he's still in this phase of trying to learn how to crawl. Um, <laughs> and I just think that's such a you have to be so fearless to to go from the womb, obviously, to laying on your back, to laying on your stomach, to rolling over, to balancing on all four, to stepping, pushing one leg out. I just feel like that because you don't know what the next step is. I mean, I feel like, you know, for a young person or a young child, like that whole process is so fascinating because you don't know. I mean, you're literally the next step for you is like a black hole. Right. And all, and all you know is I need to move. Yeah. All you know is there's more for me. And I don't think that's different than any other journey that we take in doing anything. Right is right. is you've got to take that step, and it is going to be a black hole, whatever step there's going to be. Yeah, and I I think that that's why we're taking it from from our children's eyes because they're the ones that we that we watch or or have the ability to watch get scared or afraid and and watch their response to that, and then through them we're able to see what we're doing in our own lives, and it's through experiences that we can water down the fearlessness because again. Fearless isn't a lack of fear. It isn't an inability to have something frighten the heck out of us. It's it's to encourage courage instead of that fear. So we're gonna take that, take the proper step forward or or maintain the stance. Like mom, mom, dad, sister, brother, friend, you know, as we get older, like friend, friends, peers can can really influence our our ability to think for ourselves and hey. You know, my group might be talking about this group. And, and if I'm not learning those folks for myself, I grew up in a military family. So I have a different perspective 
than a lot of folks uh, when, when it comes to race, for example. Um, I grew up uh, in neighborhoods where there's white people, black people, Japanese people, Puerto Rican people, Mexican, it, you know, di- just a variety of different races all in one. And so, you know, my parents, they grew up in Maine where it was pri- primary white folks. Um, you know, it could run into and, and not could, but have run into um, folks that lived in a primarily black community. But at the end of the day, I don't see it through their eyes. I see it through mine and my eyes gave me the ability to hang out with all sorts of different races. The first 16, the first 15, 16 years of my life. And then I went in the army myself at, uh, at 18 years old. And so, you know, then you're in the, you're in the same scenario. It's, it's all different. Um, all different races, all different socioeconomic statuses or backgrounds coming into one. And what I find is that very much like sport, you, you, you get folks on a football team that run with a particular, that run and have a, have a pointed culture. Like this is our direction. So you have to know who you are or you go into something like the military. Well, we're all in the same fight and you find that very, very similar what I, what I was hesitant of or reluctant of or, or talked down, downward to or about, it's not the case at all when you're experiencing the experience. But we've got to be courageous to find life out for ourselves rather than see it through the eyes of another to, un- to understand something like that. God, that's really rich. You know, <laughs> I mean, the courage to see it through someone else's eyes. Yeah. Let that sit, sit for a minute. That is like the unknown, the courage to see it through someone else's eyes, because that's such a hard process to do when you're constantly trying to see the world through your own. That's really good. You know, I think our world needs a lot of that, that kind of courage. To, to not just see it your way. Um, you know, we have our opinions. We have the second of our opinions at yeah. our fingertips now, right? So I have an opinion. I can go online and Google and find a second opinion. So a second opinion <laughs> of my opinion anywhere I go. But will you have the courage to find the opposite of your opinion and listen? Yes, with an open heart, with an open right. mind. You know, yeah. Um, there is a fearlessness in that. There's a curiosity in that. That through that process, you're gonna you're gonna be more complete than you were at the beginning of it. And 100%. is it about is it about being right, or is it about being complete? And, 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 I, and I think if you're defining right as complete, it's about being right. And you can't be right if you're only looking for one, yeah. for one path. Like if, if I'm opposed, if I'm opposed to being in conversation about why I'm saying this is right and someone else is saying this is wrong and vice versa, and where it has to be a pure conversation because if someone just has a stance and there's, and there's no, you, you can tell the minute you're done, it's just firing back the same scenario that was presented. But if we're listening, my goodness, is that courageous based on based on the, the world we live in? You know, you're a Republican. You believe everything Republican. You vote Republican. You're a Democrat. You believe everything Democrat. You vote Democrat. You're from this side of the street. You believe everything this side of the street. It, it, and, 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 and 
none of that is none of that is 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 the way it really is when we have an open mind and we have an ability to and we and we have an ability to grow well that takes a great deal of courage because there's so many people around you trying to run one specific objective down your throat and say you're supposed to believe in that well what what am i supposed to to believe in without knowing knowing whether you know i lived lived in korea for a year oh uh you know you go over there and and we have a uh or, or at the time and i'm sure it's the same way because it's just the way the world is you go over and you have a mindset of ah the koreans i can't wait to get back to america and doesn't mean we're not making friends. Doesn't mean we're not doing whatever. But if I go over there, I had the opportunity, but it was because I was a military brat. I didn't see what other people saw that didn't grow up like that. I lived in Germany for many years, lived in different different states around America. And I just didn't see, I saw, I saw human beings that were human beings, not from a specific culture. But if we go over and I immediately put up a block of, I'm an American, they're a Korean, rather than human, human, then I take away all the ability to gain another friend. That takes courage when 95% of the people are stuck on wanting to be American as compared to Korean. You know, it, take, it takes courage to say, I'm going to walk out the gate and go hang out anyways. I think it takes a lot of courage to be in that sort of situation over and over again. And to constantly have to reaffirm your identity with a new group of people because you can't reaffirm your identity with a new group of people unless you're being observant about what's most important to them. Help me understand what you mean, reaffirm your identity. So what is what is the so identity you're, you're, you're growing up and you're constantly trying to – we're all constantly trying to figure out who we are. Yeah. A big part of who we are is the environment that we're in. And having a stable environment allows us to say, well, this is me sort of put a stake in yourself. But if that environment's constantly changing and moving, then you've got to reaffirm your who you are. That stake is constantly moving. And that's yeah. a challenge. So check this out. So check this out. You, you, you can be taught that your life, so I'm supposed to live in one place. And, and in one place, I have stability. And because I'm not in one place, I'm in multiple different states, multiple different schools, countries, whatever the case may be. My life's not as stable. I, it's, this is chaos. This is in, for me, that's how it felt growing up. I got constantly moving from one to the next. But I don't believe it would be the same if I defined it back then the way that I define it now. I have the same identity everywhere I go. And this is what gets lost. Whether I have all the money in the world, whether I have no money, whether I live on this street or that street, I'm a champion. Like you're looking at a champion. Nothing more, nothing less. And there's one thing that I know a champion has, and they have the courage to be themselves in every situation they're in. And so now I don't have to recreate my identity because my identity has been identified. When I'm going to try to fit in with a with a person from uh, from Korea or Germany or class the class in room two as compared to the class in room twenty two, well then I'm lost. But when I'm going as a champion within those rooms, the identity is there. 
and, and now it's just time to bring people in or, or you know, whether, whether we connect or not. You know, sometimes we connect, sometimes we don't. But I know why, and it's not because you're a specific this or you're a specific that. It's because I know my mission in life. I know, I know that, that I matter. I know that you matter, and we matter better together if we can flow. But, you know, at the end of the day, if your mission's different than mine, where my mission, my mission is specifically to provide an experience for you that when you, that when you and I leave here today, you believe nothing less than a champion exists within. Well, you know, if I walk into a room where you're trying to crush that, say the teacher's belittling people, the coach belittling people rather than, you know, taking that play they had, providing an adjustment to help them, you know, let them know, you know, if, if it's effort, let's up the effort. Uh, but we're but we're rolling. We're rolling effort all day long. And then let's make an adjustment. Now, if I'm taking him for that first attempt, you play basketball for 10 years. I'm coming in day one. You're talking about how I dribble you know, or, or can't dribble my lack thereof. Sure. You and I are going to have a little confrontation. If, if, if we don't say, Hey, first attempt, man, we're going to get somewhere. If you don't believe first attempt and you just believe goofball or you believe can't play ball. Well, sure. We might not fit, but at the end of the day, I know my identity, no matter where I am, because I identify myself as nothing more, nothing less than a champion. I identify you that way as well. And so respect will be given. Servant, servanthood and uplifting it, 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 it is a must. And the ability to come together should, you know, should we both have, should, should we both be ourselves in the moment? Man, it just, it skyrockets. It skyrockets. Yeah. Separation is when we don't know what we truly identify with. Yeah. God, that's really good. It's really, really good.